to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. You can fly off to Fantasyland with us as we close up our Magic Kingdom tour with a look at the most magical land of them all. But first, travel news, including line changes at Rise of the Resistance, smuggling fried chicken in New Zealand, and the trippiest attraction ever at Disney World. Sprinkle some fairy dust and watch out for flying elephants. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Jeff Williams. Hello there. Heather Strait. Hey. And Jess Evans. You shot who in the what now? Again. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for no... For more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Well, guys, the big day is just around the corner. It is almost Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Just around the river bend. Well, uh, uh, this week we're going to finish up our grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom with one last stop in Fantasyland. But first, I felt a disturbance in the force. It's as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in frustration and disappointment. And we're suddenly silenced. It must be because Disney announced that Rise of the Resistance is going to stop using the virtual boarding groups that we've come to know and hate and move to a standby line for the time being. I can't think of anything else that more clearly indicates when Genie Plus is going to launch. Yeah. <laughs> there is yeah. no way. Do you think that'll be one of the paid attractions? <laughs> I have a feeling that it yeah. will be. Ugh. All I can think about is attraction lane. All I can think about is how uh, how just dismal that queue is, and any sort of time actually spent standing in it. You're just basically in stone hallways. I just I can't. You're you're in a resistance base. Yeah, yeah, Jess. It's part of the show. You're supposed to be a prison, dude. Yeah. Oh, I feel like it. Carved into that (laughs) rock. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to, uh, but I mean, they're launching this, like it'll be launched by the time people hear this and we yeah, still don't know 23rd? when, yeah, 23rd and still no Genie Plus actual like starting. Yeah, so well, it's going to be, they want to make everybody miserable for a week <laughs> and then launch Genie Plus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going to want to bring Donald in for that last word there, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> He's on standby. Making Dan work today. I got him on retainer. They did say that the virtual queue will be uh, a potential use at a later date or from time to time. So when things get pretty crazy. But the, the thing is, is that recently there have been boarding passes available like into the evenings on most All days. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, when, the last time I went a few weeks ago, I got boarding group nine and I wasn't even really trying that hard, so it was... <laughs> and that was at 3 p.m. Right. <laughs> and they we actually came up to me and o'clock. offered it, you know. <laughs> yeah, we got one at 1 o'clock this past week with yeah. no trouble whatsoever. Yeah, so... Brittany, we didn't use it, but we got it. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> we got it just in case. That doesn't mean, though, that it's going to be a walk-on now that it's turned to standby, so it's no. still going to be... It's still going to be a line. Particularly not the week the, of the anniversary. Oh, God. Because no. so many people are like, ah, I didn't get a pass. I'm not going or whatever. I think it's going to be nutso. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh it's going to be p- horrible at rope drop. I don't want to be. That line is going to stretch back to the Muppets. And it had gotten to the point where Galaxy's Edge wasn't that bad at rope drop. You could kind of saunter back there and not really have to deal with the river of people that it had. Could I sashay back there, do you think? You or? could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sashay away to the. To the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, but that's just going to change everything. So people are just going to mob it now at the beginning. So, oh, well, I'll just go yeah, ride Runaway like Railway again. Flight of Passage. Yeah. 
or the oh. Space 220 opening. Did you see the videos of people running? <laughs> That was ridiculous. There's yeah. a whole lot of people that have never run before running for that. <laughs> All I could think about was yakety sacks watching that. There's a note. I need a good video for TikTok. <laughs> yes. Make a note of that, Dan. Do you think they're just going to sort of quietly throw Genie Plus on and not give us a heads up? Like we're going to find out when it's already working. Well, they would never do something like well, that. If they oh, follow right. Disney, here's what will happen. They will put out a thing in the morning <laughs> that says, yeah. Disney Genie is here. It'll just show up at 4 a.m. and there'll be yep. one poorly made video showing you how to do it. And then it'll yep. crash at about 5 a.m. And mm-hmm. Yes. In about a week, we'll get a working one. Yeah. I had a the client yesterday ask everywhere. me to, could I call him and discuss how to use Genie? I said, well, I haven't released it yet, so I can't teach you how to use it. Yet. Yeah. I didn't Yoga think they were going to release it until like after the the 50th itself had happened. But at this point, I'm I'm beginning to think we're going to see it before the 50th. I think October I th- I one. Think you sh- I think so, too. Yeah. Because so the, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> the, the lightning <laughs> lane re- signs are all up. Yeah, they're ready. The yeah. Park kiosks are everything is ready. I, I think they just have to flip the switch. Yeah. And for for all of the hopes and dreams that they were going to fix the mistake of putting lightning or fast passes on attractions that didn't need them. Mm. Uh, they, they did not learn from that. Cause why the nope. heck is there a lightning lane for Muppets 3d? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Basically no unless shows need to have it. Unless they're going to a tiered thing again, where they want to give you some garbage. It seems like it's either, mm-hmm. it's either the free or the paid. So I don't know how that's going to work. I think that they, it's, it's just, they, go- they can't pick and choose because then they can't say, well, look at the value you're getting. Like, look at all the rides that you have access to Lightning Lane with. And it's like, if they yeah. really just pick the ones that need it and could use it and it would actually, like, It'd change the flow. Three or four at each park. Yeah, max. then mm-hmm. people who don't know any better would be like, this is stupid. There's only, like, three rides on it here. It would just be frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got what else? Or I guess Remy. I just oh, want one. Virtual. Give me a Lightning Lane for Lakava. Guardians. Yeah. There you go. Lightning Lane for a bar for like La Cava. Oh, that's, that's really a great popular. Idea. Yes, please. Gutters in Wonderland. I'm telling you. List at La Cava before you get there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I do that mm-hmm. walk up mm-hmm. virtual walk. That's true. Up that is nice up. that they have that now. Yeah. It's essentially a lightning lane for booze. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call my throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want them to launch it and get it over with. Yeah, yeah, it's just I'm ready just to use that thing. Yep. Yep. Something else we want to just get over with is COVID. <sighs> and speaking of COVID, Heather's <laughs> got a story <laughs> from Sandals. <laughs> That's right. Well, Sandals just announced that they are going to include a, a new insurance program with every single Sandals or Beaches booking, and it will cover your trip and your airfare. If you have to cancel due to COVID, this is the first mm. company that's really designed a, a, a travel protection just specifically for COVID. So they're not only going to let you move your trip, they're going to credit you up to $500 per person for your airfare. And if you need to quarantine at the resort, the policy will cover 14 nights stay wow. at the resort, which is wow. something that that's some nice. of the all-inclusives have been starting to roll back. So I'm that's surprised they're amazing. just now doing this when everyone else seems to be stopping. It's true. And it's so theirs is going to include a cancel anytime reservation policy that will allow a full refund without any penalties. If, you as have long to as prove you, you have COVID? Well, this part of it is up to 31 days before the trip, you can cancel or anytime. And then after that, if the cancellation is under 30 days, it needs to be rebooked for a future date or it need you need to prove that it's a covid reason huh. so it's it's actually That's a really pretty good. good policy yeah and it's for right now this is only going to apply for all reservations made from now all the way through the end of next year i think you know i, I think they're responding to the slowdown in bookings and travel that has been a result of the delta variant and well, everyone's scared to, to some more reassuring Get yeah. something. Travel insurance is fairly expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, and That's... previously they were including a small 
insurance policy, but it was it didn't have the comprehensive coverage of this one. It so doesn't this, include all this, the other stuff that a, a third party insurance policy would cover, like um, flight delays and losing your baggage and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you, what you could do is is pair this with a post departure policy from a third party, which is much less expensive than the ones that cover cancellation. And that would cover your your baggage and, and your uh, trip delays and things like that. So this policy is going to be automatically tacked on to every reservation. That is correct. Yes. So my question then is, what about my freedoms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they also they're insured. You, they're automatically including the new U2 album with each reservation. <laughs> <laughs> what about my freedom to not be insured against the COVID? <laughs> Do they give me horse medicine paste or that extra? <laughs> That's an extra fee. Yeah. The good news is you can choose your flavor, original apple or pumpkin spice. <laughs> Ooh, pumpkin spice. I like pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice. More great news. Uh, Walt Disney World announced that the All-Star Sports Resort is going to remain closed indefinitely for undisclosed updates. Yeah. Just so that's people know, indefinitely does not mean forever. I don't know why the internet always seems to think that's <laughs> yeah. what that means. What that means is we don't know when it's going to reopen yet. Right. It seems like this is the last one that they finally decided, you know what? We haven't opened it yet. Why don't we slap a new paint job on it and make it look perfect? I love that it's been closed for, I don't know, 19 months and they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you know what? We ought to paint that thing. Yeah. Maybe we should do a little <laughs> refurb. <laughs> It ain't going to fix it. Just like I did the first time I looked at the brochure, they forgot all about it. Yes. Yeah. That was the first Disney resort I ever stayed in. That was. Oof. They're getting into that uh, new fiscal year money. Oh, yeah. They're going to throw it at at the All-Stars. That's good. Uh, The update they did to Pop was great. Hopefully it'll be along like that. I mean, pretty much the update they've done everywhere has been great. So, yeah, this is supposed to be just to the main common areas, I think they sort of alluded to, which I guess maybe they're going to repaint the football helmets. I don't know. It's (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I was supposed to stay at All Star Music one time with my family and my parents and we checked in and they were like, oh, we're overbooked. So we're putting putting you in at sports. <laughs> I was like, actually, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> Don't they usually offer an upgrade when they? They uh, didn't until I raised hell. Not with the all stars. They put us in Coronado. I was like, I didn't. I'm not coming here to sleep in a football helmet. <laughs> <laughs> At the all stars, they know that you know where you belong, and so they just shuffle you around to different property. Yeah, and the worst so is they, getting. They, put us at Coronado where I promptly got food poisoning. So they, in the end, Oh no, I they won. They got story. <laughs> Should have stayed at all-star sports, but you know what? The raging diarrhea and vomiting was better than all-star sports. <laughs> oh, burn. Especially if you're staying there when the cheerleading competitions are going on. It's the flows V8 of hotel. <laughs> Well, speaking of raging diarrhea and vomiting, Heather's got a story out of New Zealand. Whoa, I was great perusing segment. the travel news and came across this story that just cracked me up. Apparently, the lockdown measures still in place in New Zealand are making people absolutely desperate. And they're now smuggling KFC in their trunks, sneaking across borders. <laughs> That's what I call using the bathroom after eating KFC, <laughs> smuggling KFC in my trunk. Yeah, in your swim trunks. <laughs> Got to hit the border, guys. Sorry. Police were patrolling back back roads near the outskirts of Auckland, New Zealand, when they noticed a suspicious looking vehicle. And inside, the police found a large quantity of Kentucky Fried Chicken, more than $70,000 in cash, and empty ounce bags. I don't know if they were on their way to pick up drugs or if they were going to trade. It sounds like if the bags were empty and they had that much KFC that they had already taken care of the drugs. (laughs) There is a picture of it and it is four buckets of chicken and four giant bags of sides. 
That car was driven by an older gentleman with white hair, a white goatee, and a bow yeah. tie. It's the new yes. Colonel Smuggler Special. <laughs> you get five piece and a basket. They were breaking. They were breaking lockdowns and trying to sneak the KFC into a different area other than their own. Also, the, yeah that 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 led me to find out that there are food quarantines or or like food lockdown zones where you can't take food across certain lines in certain countries. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so Which, they were having um, to sneak their KFC. The colonel would not appreciate like the tax thing. What is that? Well, it's it's all it's all a health order and it's under their they're being prosecuted because there's nothing in the ounce bags. They can't charge them with a drug crime. I smoked it um, all before you got me. Yeah. But under New Zealand's Public Health Response Act for COVID-19, they could be imprisoned for up to six months for not only crossing the the lockdown zone lines, but bringing food in. (laughs) And the fried chicken in prison sucks, so good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) I heard a vaguely related fried chicken story. That has nothing to do with has nothing to do with travel, but there's this um, there's this internet I guess art collective slash prankster group called Mischief oh, without any yeah. without any uh, vowels in their names. It's like M S C H F, and they were. Do you remember a, a a few months ago when Lil Nas X created the huge uproar when he yes. had his Satan sneakers with the blood in them? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. They made those sneakers for him. Well, they've just released this website called Sunday Service, where for the low, low price of $6.66, you can get Chick-fil-A chicken on Sunday. (laughs) They go buy it up on Saturday. They're going to buy it Saturday night, and they're going to do it for one day only, and you place Uh place a pre-order. They buy it Saturday night and keep it warm, and then they... Bring it to you on Sunday. <laughs> you on Sunday. That'd be yeah. some rubbery hate chicken. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> it's worth it yeah. if it's held warm like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said, that, and it's then they said the that chefs anyway. would put on finishing touches before they brought it to you. And I was like, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't, oh, what are, are you gonna put new pickles on there? Because those pickles are gonna be nasty. To make it, but this chef's special <laughs> sauce is good. Ew, gross. Nobody likes glazed chicken. Maybe they're gonna put it on a fresh bun. That would that would work. That would mm-hmm. be nice. Well, speaking of fresh buns, Jess has a story. <laughs> You're the king of segues tonight. <laughs> a weird Walt Disney World history story for us. Yeah, so I was, uh, I've been doing some deep dives and trying to find some weird moments in Walt Disney World history in the 50 years that the resort has existed. Um, and this one's one I didn't know about, which is is surprising to me do you guys ever remember the uh opening day attraction at epcot for the journey into imagination pavilion known as magic journeys no uh vaguely yes because there's a there's a footnote to it well yeah so magic journeys was a uh a 3d film presentation that was meant to be a trip through the dream world um, it basically was instead just like a disjointed barrage of unrelated scenes that would have delighted any boomer still having a flashback. Um, <laughs> it was just, it was just stream of consciousness. It had no point to it. Um, it started. So basically it started with children running through a meadow, looking at clouds. Someone blows on a dandelion. The seeds flew away, turning into stars that then turned into a sun Then the kids are seen flying a kite at the beach. The kite turns into a bird, a fish, a school of fish. A flock of birds, bird wings, a pegasus, a horse, and then finally into a merry-go-round that the kids are riding on. Um, and it just goes on from there, and it's all like it was early 3D, so it's just trying to shoot weird crap at your face. It had no storyline whatsoever. <laughs> it had two Sherman Brothers songs that suck. They're really not that good as far as Sherman Brothers songs go. Um, but it lasted for four years. Which baffled me. That's a long movie. <laughs> and, and when it was finally over, they put in Captain EO, which was only like 10 minutes at a time. So, yeah. But uh, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's really strange. It, it looks very it 70s. Like those Gerald Scarf scenes from the wall. Yeah, mm. it's, it's basically just a whole stream of consciousness thing about that. It feels like somebody, they just didn't have any idea to any other ideas for Imagination Pavilion. 
At least just, pickled cigarettes. They really claim got me it's tripping. just a. <laughs> <laughs> they claim it's a trip around the world through the eyes of a child's imagination. Yeah. Mm. And then there's like to... all this stuff where they talk about how it's like it's supposed to be like a dream, and it just you're like that's just a cop out if you ask me. That's <laughs> there's nothing happening here. Jeff, it was originally an imagination, but then later on down the road, the uh, theater in. Fantasyland that would one day house um The Wizard mm, of Bros. No. <laughs> Phil Magic. Uh, that would one day house Phil Magic. They didn't have anything to put in there and they ran that film in there for a while too, just because Yeah, and teamed it up with another heard. film. I can't remember what, but some other weird It was a it was a Donald Duck short. Yeah. And <laughs> they ran it out at Disneyland too. Yeah. Apparently they put it out at the outdoor theater in Disneyland. So I gotta go find this. Yeah, the, the, the clips I, I saw of it, it just didn't look too good. But Not so good? <laughs> no. Makes Figment look really great, but, you know, I love Figment, so that's fine. <laughs> I do, too. Sorry, I got distracted for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're doing a show? Dan was reading a book. <laughs> what's going on, Dan? <laughs> well, what's going on is I'm going to say <laughs> that let's all have a Walt Disney World psychedelic freak out together while this commercial break is playing. Stick around because after the commercial break, we're stepping through the gates of Cinderella Castle and finishing our tour of the Magic Kingdom with a visit to Fantasyland. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. The happiest kingdom of them all. Here is the world of imagination, hopes, and dreams. In this timeless land of enchantment, the age of chivalry, magic, and make-believe are reborn, and fairy tales come true. Fantasyland is dedicated to the young and the young at heart, to those who believe that when you wish upon a star, your dreams do come true. As we make one last stop on our Magic Kingdom tour, let's take some time to appreciate the land that in many ways is the heart and soul of every Disney castle park. Walt Disney was first and foremost a storyteller, and he had a lifelong fascination with fairy tales and the way that children use them to help them experience the world around them and learn about life. There's so much to cover in Walt Disney World's Fantasyland that it's hard to know where to start, so let's begin at the walkway through Cinderella Castle and see where we end up. The world's worst bottleneck, you mean? (laughs) I do love that little walk. In the the big, beautifully redone 50th iridescent castle. Yeah, I don't care for those big banners that are hanging on the towers now, though. Those were just a little too much. I don't think they needed those. No, I didn't like no. them either. Do you want a birthday There's... cake again? Because this is how you get a birthday cake. You just accept <laughs> no. the banners, all right? <laughs> I actually, I didn't. The banners, where they are, it's far less uh, sort of encroaching when you're in person. And what I've, the pictures I've seen. Yes, but I think they're entirely unnecessary. <clears throat> yeah. I thought it was a really tastefully done, beautiful 50th castle. And then they, I don't even have a problem Wait, with the colors. The toilet paper that Stitch is going <laughs> to do I can't wait. I didn't mind the castle cake, though, or the cake castle. You take that castle back right now, Dan Leonard. Castle. <laughs> I was okay with it. It's fun. It was very whimsical. As long as it's not permanent, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, I just feel bad for that one family that that was the one time ever they went and their picture is that eyesore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do wonder if they're going to keep the colors on the castle that that they have now. Yeah, we were discussing stay? if we think they're going to stay pink. with that pinkish salmon color. Costs a lot to repaint it, so I would say for a while, probably. <laughs> I think they'll take down the extra gems and twirly doos and yeah. and icons in about like three years when the celebration's over. Yes, right. Yeah, somehow eighteen months will stretch out for. That seems it's like certainly very prominent. Sleeping the last Beauty eighteen colors, months yeah. certainly has. No, yeah. <laughs> that's true. For a different reason. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, for SARS, it's always it's always kind of exciting to me when you get to the end of the day and they open that walkway up so that you can actually go through there. Mm-hmm. I do love that. I like the that. view from either way you look through from in that hallway is nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I prefer to look down into Main Street from there, but walking into Fantasyland from that area is so cute. Yes. Absolutely. And those mosaics, as you pass through, are pretty mm, they're incredible. They're spectacular. Yeah. Made by the same artists who did the uh, mosaics outside the uh, land pavilion. Mm, Which aren't as incredible. No, they're That's not true. quite as pretty. A lot of earth tone <laughs> kind of happening more, there. They're kind of more abstract. Yeah. Though. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, of course, Cinderella's castle is home to Cinderella's royal table formerly king stefan's banquet mm, hall yes that yeah. was what it was the first time i ate there when i was <laughs> six years old it was king stefan's banquet hall and i was out of my mind excited to be able to eat in the castle yeah and it was pretty fun i remember we were eating dinner when the fireworks were going off it was pretty cool was it characters I don't, I don't remember so. characters. I remember no. the, I don't think so. I remember all of the staff was much more in their, you know, very royal banquet hall. Yeah. Attire. Yeah. Um, mostly I remember just being kind of starstruck at being up in the castle, but mm-hmm. they were, they didn't add characters for a while. No, I know I ate there in 94 and there weren't characters. I remember very little about the meal, but I do know that there weren't, Characters. No, I did not eat there until 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. The second you time I ate it. there was 1998, and the only thing I remember about it was that the, when they brought the butter to the table, it was a 3D sculpture of Mickey Mouse standing on a plate, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh. Chop his head off. Yes, you had to chop his head off and spread it on your bread. Yeah. Jess, can you modify your 3D printers to print butter instead of plastic? Yes. Well, that is how I ruined one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's not butter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so the next, I guess, I mean, take a stroll around the land. Once, once you pass through that castle and into that kind of little opening courtyard. You got some shops there. I'm always a fan of Sir Mickey's because I like, uh, I was a big fan of Mickey and the Beanstalk when I was a kid. So Me I really too. Love the I love that my, building. That's my second favorite Mickey is him from the Brave Little Taylor. Mm-hmm. What's your first? Steamboat Willie. Hmm. A true classic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like, I like how you can go in and see Willie lifting up the roof and peeking through there. Mm-hmm. I bet that building is so cute. It used to have much more interesting merchandise. Now it's in there just that all generic very... stuff like every yeah. other store. It used to be a lot of really heavily Mickey themed stuff. And it now it's just, you know, it seems to be just what you can find everywhere. Swords and that. shields and yeah. uh, family crest stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was so cool. I think it, you can still do the family crest thing. Maybe, I don't know. It was like in the upstairs part of that. What? Yeah, I can't remember if you can still do that in there. I I think you can still do that at Disneyland, but not at, I don't know that at the Magic Kingdom. I don't think you can at the Magic Kingdom. And don't forget the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Oh, my favorite. I made sure to stop there. No. How about you? Somehow my daughter is 
my older daughter is seven years old. Seven years old. I had to yes. think for a second. <laughs> and we've gotten away without taking her to Pivity Poppity Boutique even once uh, so far. So I'm hoping that when we go next summer, we keep that streak alive. Cause... You used to be able to go into that little shop across from Sir Mickey's and get pixie dusted. And they would just dump glitter on your head. Yeah. You pe- I would people tell people pay for to this service? The, the dumping <laughs> Sounds the like glitter a nightmare. on your head? No, that was free. I would tell people who didn't want to spend all the money on Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and would say that to me, you know, we really just don't. So you have, you know, you have, you have two kinds of parents, the ones who want to throw all the money at it and the experience is kind of for them. I like and those The other parents. ones who are like, our daughter's going to rip all that stuff out of her hair in mm-hmm. 20 minutes. We don't want to do it. So I would say, put her in her little dress up dress and go into that store and they'll pixie dust you for free. And they just take a little wand and and they literally dump glitter on your head. <laughs> yeah. They spray hairspray and then s- glitter sticks to it. And then you have that crap all over your hotel room for the next week. That's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. I hate glitter so pillows. much. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crafters herpes, isn't that what they call it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a new one. Yeah. Um, the uh, The carousel there has the honor of being the oldest attraction in Walt Disney it World because is. it was made in Fun what, 1917, fact. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They That's got it from carousel. Detroit. Yeah, they uh, for both of those parks, they went on this big, um, for Disneyland and for Walt Disney World, they, they went on this hunt for, for real vintage carousels mm-hmm. and for horses, which were even harder to find because those... They don't live that long, is that? Right. Yeah. They searched all the glue glue factories. (laughs) I think they were, it was kind of an homage to Walt's sitting and watching his daughters on the carousel and coming up with the idea for Disneyland that made them really put a lot of thought into it. I think it's interesting that there were supposed to be a whole different set of rides in Fantasyland when it first opened in 1971. But when Roy, when when Roy took over, and you know he was always the money guy, he decided, you know, it doesn't make sense to spend the money to redesign the wheel and make new rides. Let's just slap everything that's in Disneyland in there. It was that the first Mary Poppins attraction that got got the axe. Uh It was supposed to be Mary Poppins, uh, Sleeping Beauty, the Sword in the Stone, and the Legend of Sleepy Hollow were all supposed to have their own attraction in there. Sword in the Stone was that out then? I thought that was an eighties. Nope, that was in the that was in the seven, mm-hmm. late sixties or very mm-hmm. early seventies. I think it was one of those ones that was that a very was nineteen sixty three. That was really I think wild. I saw it in the seventies, not realizing it was one of those theatrical reissues. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they did that a lot back then. Or eighties, early eighties. They did end up with the Mickey Mouse review. And 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, but I cannot remember where that was in there. It's where uh, 20,000 Leagues where Ariel's Grotto is. Ah, Ariel's Grotto, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and Mickey's review was Phil Harmagic. Mm -hmm. That one I remember, and I remember seeing it. Yeah. And Toad's Wild Ride is where Winnie the Pooh is now. Yes. And also, we were discussing, I was talking to Heather today, trying to remember, like, is there anything in Fantasyland I like? Short answer, (laughs) not much, other than the cinnamon rolls at Gaston's are really good. I love the look of it all in Fantasyland. It's the prettiest and most iconic looking stuff, but there's, it's all very little kid based. But what is Winnie the Pooh doing in that area? Doesn't fit the era or the thing at all. Well, technically, technically Dumbo is part of Fantasyland, so. It used yeah, to be in true. Fantasyland. Yeah. yeah. Well, that whole storybook village is, is technically Still part technically of Fantasyland. Fantasy yeah. Land. Yeah. But it's right. yeah, that doesn't that Goofy's Barnstormer. How is that fantasy based? I don't know. Like you know, it doesn't. It it's fantasy. Well, it's all fantasy. But yeah, like, so. it doesn't <laughs> really a dog cow flying a that was just left over from Toontown. So yeah, yeah. But I didn't know they considered that part of. Fantasyland still. I guess it was part of the yeah. new Fantasyland expansion. Yeah. yeah. 
I always think of it as kind of a separate mini land. Totally. Yeah, they officially, Fantasyland is divided into three subsections. The castle courtyard, the enchanted forest is everything back behind those new castle walls they built, mm-hmm. and then Storybook Circus. All of that is officially Fantasyland. I'm still. still waiting on Pixie Hollow from those original yeah. announcements <laughs> they made at D23. Someday, yeah. man. Someday. They got cheapest. <laughs> I was looking at some pictures and the land really is as far as like the theming goes, other than a couple of little problems as you're heading towards Liberty Square, like all of the various princesses castles and the storybook circus. And it's all it's so I mean, it's really a visually incredible. They do an amazing job of just recreating all of these all these different areas. So I like I like that about it a lot. I like the kind of redo of it that they did at Disneyland where it's more of the brick structures and all and they got rid of that sort of fantasy fair look on all that. Oh yeah, stuff. they used to have all like they called them the tournament tents there mm-hmm. at Disneyland. Yeah. And, yeah, and only mm-hmm. like uh Peter Pan still kind of looks like that and uh Small World frontage looks like that at Disneyland, but uh, Disney World. But the whole thing used to look like that. There's pictures of little Jeffy on yeah. a on a, a and- carousel there, where all <laughs> that was in the background. I wish they could do. I wish they could do something. I, I know they did. You know, just did a redo of the paint job on the outside of Small World and the queue inside. I wish they could do something about that building and make yeah. it not what that is because it really kind of underwhelming the big downer <laughs> yeah yeah it look yeah the one at disneyland is so cool looking that yeah once you see the one front, at disneyland they need to tear off that front piece and let you see the i don't know what yeah i like that disneyland and disneyland paris the ride starts outdoors mm-hmm. and then the boat heads inside but you'd melt if they did that in florida very true or you'd sink the boat with all the water from the rain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's also true. Who remembers riding the Skyway? I Me, do. I loved it. Yes. I'm part of the reason why they don't have it anymore. I used to drop stuff on people. <laughs> <laughs> Pickled cigarettes, right? Yep. Yeah. It's your that's why I was excited I about the I'm... Skyliner is I like that it sort of, they're, they're sort mm-hmm. of harken, harkens back to the yeah, the old school. Yeah, I love the old ones when you could see the like it. If it was weird even back then, I wanted to peek behind the curtain, and that felt like you were getting to peek. You're just looking at air conditioning units and stuff on <laughs> roofs, but it was cool to get to see the top and see how things worked. And oh, the building's huge back here. I loved mm-hmm. all that. And the little for years after the Skyliner or the. What are they called? Skyway. Skyway. Skyway was closed. They had that station there, which is now the Tangled Bathrooms. Yep. That station stayed there forever, and it was cute looking. Oh, so long, yeah. It was a little, like, an alpine chalet. Yeah, like a little chalet there. up there on the mountain. Yeah. Now it's the prettiest <laughs> bathroom in all the land. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Rapunzel Potty. I love that when they when they did the did the fantasy new Fantasyland expansion that they improved Dumbo because if you Dumbo's used to have the most ridiculous line, it was an hour on a good day in the boiling <laughs> sun with your screaming toddler who just wanted to get on the flying elephant, mm-hmm. and then it's a thirty second ride. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think the kids even cared about it. Dumbo was one of those things that was iconic. Yes. So you're, it was one, it was like the original thing that your the parents had to put their kids on because they could. Well, it was in it was prominently featured in every single advertisement every for the park. Is mm-hmm. happy people uh, flying on Dumbo? Look now a circle, two. you guys. <laughs> and they put that cute play area in the middle. Although I think it's been almost two years since anyone's. And able to play on a playground. No, that's been open. It's open. Have they reopened the play area? This summer. Now that COVID's gone completely. That's shocking to me. I would never go in there. I think they never saw it open in the before times. 
I always wished it would open. I want, I would love to take my kids in there just so I can see. Yeah, it there up was close. for a long time. They just didn't feel like they needed it because the idea was you, you got your, you waited in there for your turn to ride. The original yeah. virtual queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My kid enjoyed the playground more than he enjoyed Dumbo the, for, the first time. Mm-hmm. He it looks not like it. Care for the ride? He's like, can we go back in the playground? I'm like, oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a ton of fun in there. Yeah, yeah it's real cute. It's well done. I don't yeah. fit in any of those slides, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> not you for tried, lack of trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sir, you're gonna have to put your pants on and leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call a callback. <laughs> That's not an elephant trunk, sir. That's not. I an elephant did trunk. used to love the uh, playground. That was the, the little Winnie the Pooh playground that used to be where. Uh, that was cute. Seven Dwarfs is now. That was a great place for yeah. kids to burn off some steam and me to sit in the shade. Wish I had a beer, but I'm in Magic Kingdom, so I can't. I've also always been a teacups fan. I love that ride. Me too. I, I, like I do rides. too now. I was scared to ride it because spinny stuff makes me puke typically, but well, I can't as long do as it. You don't spin your cup. Yeah, it's not it's that not bad. bad. What's the What's the point? I do. To, I hit my point. kids like to put their head down and spin it as fast as possible and see Ugh. if they can make one of us vomit. I always let my family just ride it without me because I can just go get a Cheshire cat tail right <laughs> yes, next door. Sir. And that's that's what I do every single time. Those I don't things think are good. <laughs> those are some some. Those are way better than a ride that makes me dizzy. <laughs> yeah. That's what the, exactly are those? Aren't those just like a purple cream puff? It's a donut twist with frosting on top. Yep. It's like cinnamony. Something. Back in the before times, I one of the cutest interactions I ever saw was uh, Alice was uh, coming through there and saw a little girl dressed as Alice and ran over to her and took her hand and took her Slapped on the teacup. She did not slap her. She rode the teacups with her and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I don't I don't see her wandering around the park anymore. Yeah, I haven't seen Alice in forever. Mm-mm. Sometimes at Disneyland, but I haven't been to Disneyland in two years, so thanks to the COVID. So. Remember we saw uh, Alice and the Mad Hatter were sitting yes. down in Disneyland just having, like, tea drinks with people. Mm-hmm. Just sitting at their table, yeah. hanging out. When we, were at, when we were at Disneyland, my daughter was on the teacups and saw Gaston just kind of standing by the fence and made eye contact with him, and he was waiting when the ride stopped, he waited by the exit gate for her and took her by the hand, and they uh, went for a walk through Fantasyland. Uh, That's kind that of stuff is so magical. I love that. And the cast member was like, we don't have a Gaston working right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, my wife stayed close behind. Yeah, it was just <laughs> some muscle-bound dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Before he started looking like a middle-aged woman. Before he turned into Sigourney Weaver. (laughs) The thing I miss most from this was part of the new Fantasyland expansion were the snacks in Gaston's Tavern. Mm. Yeah, those those cinnamon rolls. Remember the pork shank? Yeah. Oh, that never was was $14, but it was a snack credit. So good. (laughs) I never got to try that thing, and I regret that so much. It looks amazing. It was Looked good. They had it when you so were there. Many. You should have gotten one. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> I made a bad decision, okay? Yes, you did. You chose poorly. That's right. You Very went to be poorly. our guest with me instead. Yeah, that was my first mistake. <laughs> I was just stuck outside at the That was terrible. The, there was so much hype around the opening of, of that restaurant, and it just didn't really ever live up to it it's beautiful they've had a hard time figuring out their identity since day one yeah definitely like are we high end or is it like when they had the hybrid thing with the quick service at lunch service weird rose petal lunch yes well and i regret not getting to try the lunch there too because i've heard that that was far superior the lunch was better definitely i never had lunch i had breakfast and dinner i did breakfast and lunch I don't mean in my life. I have had lunch in my (laughs) lifetime, but not there. Just not there. I never learned to dinner. Do your, I guess, Dan, you have little ones and females. Do they uh, like that story time with Belle thing? 
I like that story time with Belle. It's fun for the little kids, and holy crap, the special effect that gets you into it is yeah, incredible. I love that part, but I could do without random dad holding paper props. <laughs> Feels like it goes on an hour too long. I don't know. I'm I I would be the random dad who would embarrass his family by overacting with yeah, the I was in props. That. So why it was why it was a little too old for it and a little too male. He didn't want to be there, but I was like, <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah. So so that's the kind of thing I would enjoy and so but yeah, I like it. And and that, that magic mirror. Oh, but the just, first time I saw it, it just blew my mind. Every time I see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's amazing. Uh, the the pre-show on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, that effect is not quite as cool, but almost. Have you it's seen that, Dan? Was no, the, was Dan, the, I just no. realized, Dan, you haven't seen it yet. Mm. No. Should we talk some more about Rise of the Resistance while we're at it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great ride. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> that's my favorite uh, Fantasyland ride. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Fantasyland also used to have more dark classic dark rides in it. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. I love the Snow White ride that's gone. Yeah. That's gone to make way for a princess meet and greet. Ugh. And then, of course, we <laughs> lost Mr. Toad's wild ride. Except for dumb old Winnie the Pooh. For the second worst version of that Pooh Bear ride. It is. Pooh doesn't even get drunk and go to hell, so I don't think it's right? good. as good as <laughs> he Mr. Can Toad's. Go to hell. <laughs> oh, he can go to hell. <laughs> I love Mr. Toad. That was my jam yeah. when I was a kid. And it's funny. I was so excited to see it again. The first time I went back to Disneyland and rode that thing, I was like, this costs $4. What yeah. in the world? That was it's the just, same reaction. I, Cause I loved it as a kid. <laughs> I mean, they all are, it's pretty, well, I mean, it's not even like maquette it's, style. It's yeah, just no, flat it's, wooden pieces. Yep. Yeah. It's still it's super cool. They, it's before they learned how to make the, do that 3D effect on their mm-hmm. flat painting, like in the Haunted Mansion. But it's such um, a fun story, and the little car was cool. We know a, a Disney collector that has one of those original ride vehicles. I'm going to steal it and drive it home. <laughs> I bet you it gets great mileage. Yeah. Just put it in your living room and Probably sit be in comfy it and watch on the TV. interstate, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the suspension on that thing. Um, I think it's funny how uh, they changed the names of the quick serve locations to fit whatever the hot new uh, animated feature of the day was that went through. So like storybook treats for a long time was Mrs. Potts Cupboard. Oh, Uh, There there used to be a Captain Hook's Tavern. Kids love Angela Lasbury. Yeah, they do for some reason. And then Friar's Nook went through two <laughs> IP. That's some weird. What is Gurgy's munchings and crunchings? What's it's that the Black from? Cauldron, and that's my favorite one. Oh, He's the little right. furry dude from the Black Cauldron. Uh, and and he always says. I forgot about him. <laughs> he, when he's looking for apples, he's looking for munchings and crunchings. That's right. Yeah. And then after that, it was Lumiere's Kitchen for... A long time. Holy crap. 13 years. So they really they doubled down it. on the Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of the obvious go-to. It's back to... it's. Is it, a, is it back to Friar's Nook now? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's, it's one of the not, only places you can get... that often. No, but when it is, it's one of the only places you can get like a savory breakfast mm-hmm. in Magic Kingdom that's not sugar-based. tater tots there. They have tater tots and they have uh, like a breakfast sandwich on a croissant that's really good. I had it on the last trip. Is that trip. the thing? Is that the Brat one? That, isn't there one right along there that has like called wieners or something? Brat, bratwurst something? That's the special bathroom that's, over there. That's that's <laughs> Friar's Nook and they have they have brats on pretzel yeah. buns huh. that are really good. You can get them with sauerkraut. Yeah. Mm. That was called something else. Yum. And that's you can get your the tater Peter tots. Pan float, right? Uh, that's next door next at Storybook door. Treats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're like... They're all the same over there. Same window. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. How about that delicious Pinocchio's Village House thing? <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, German-Italian-themed restaurant. I mean, mm-hmm. their, their flatbreads aren't terrible. You can wave at the boats going by on Small World. Mm-hmm. 
the the yep. the flatbreads there are better than the standard Disney pizza, right. but it's still not good. It's still, I mean, you it's, know, it's not Via Napoli, but it isn't terrible. Yeah. That's what they should do. Yes. <laughs> it does have a lot of seating, so it's a good place to go if you're. Although I would say, just seating. in general, dining at the Magic Kingdom isn't great. It's yeah. good for snacks. Lots of great snack choices there, but yeah, not known for their good dining. No, that's that's definitely true. I'm looking at you, the aforementioned, be our guest. Yes, I mean the, <laughs> the gray stuff cupcake was the only thing good. Um, we got news. We could have mentioned in the news segment they're putting Coco into PhilharMagic in the next like month or yep. so, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. There was another segment they're adding there, right? Wasn't there one other yeah, story? Well, they had announced the Coco segment like months and months ago to the point where I thought it was already in there I and like too. told my son it was in there when we went to go to PhilharMagic, <laughs> and afterwards not he's like, there. "Nope, not in there, Dad." And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, there was a, I really um, thought they said it was already in there. So. Whoopsie. Yeah, I thought they yeah. were adding Coco and one other update. There was it. supposed to be some other one. I can't remember what it was. And that has been a that's been a few months. Yeah. yeah. I like that show. It's oh, fun. I love it. And yeah. and that screen that screen gives you enough of that like uh, IMAX mm-hmm. movement. I want yeah, my the fact that it like wraps around experience to be that. And I love how it it subtly opens up so you don't quite notice till it's just pretty huge yeah yeah i will watch that every time and it's air conditioned there mm-hmm. you go win-win and i never get to saw see Donald's any of butt the at stuff the end. that was in uh <laughs> that theater before that uh there was a lion king show mm-hmm. oh yeah and there was the mickey review mickey review which is now in tokyo oh i think i did Hong see Kong? mickey review it when is. i was very little one of those, one of those places. I can't remember where. We've covered the majority of the land. Yeah, than... it's a very. I mean, it's it's beautiful. Well, uh, I guess Peter Pan so is there. We didn't mention that. Yeah, that's true. I, I was, like Peter. It's Pan. interesting. I never. I like Peter Pan and Small World down there. Are a big part of Fantasyland, but I just for some reason, it's the Fantasyland edge. to me equals the part right near the carousel. Well, here's the thing. I love Peter Pan. Like, I love that ride. I'll try to ride it any time mm-hmm. I can, but. That's very few and far between because I still don't understand why that ride is so popular still. Or why, if it's constantly loading the way it is, does it load so slowly? Yeah. Like it, the vehicles it, hold so The line people. is always stupid. Yeah, the vehicle is basically a two-person. Or... But it's, it just baffles me that it, it, it still has such a huge popularity. I don't, like, because you got to think there's a good percentage of people that are in the park for that day that don't really know that much about disney they're there yeah. because it's a disney world vacation it's a thing you do but yet they're still piling into the line i'm like is it because they see a line and they're like well this must be the thing to be in and it then it just be. sort of builds on itself i, I just don't get it i think it's just a that game. storied ride through mm-hmm. the ages like dumbo yeah. or anything it's like a classic dumbo, story back into the corner and it's not as popular yeah. now mm-hmm. and are we getting a tim burton remake of now. peter pan yeah, I'm waiting for the t- Tim Burton remake of. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. It would just be horrible. <laughs> like emo Peter Pan with like black hair and like a white and black stripe. Played by 61 year old Jonathan Jump. <laughs> Wendy, you'll be Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> Does this mean that I don't have to keep my negative feelings about Tim Burton hidden under a bushel basket anymore? No, no not at all. Is it acceptable to let them out now and, and not Go like. Go for it. Good. Well, I really love the cure, so I'm I'm okay with his music. But (laughs) (laughs) I liked early Tim Burton stuff. I loved the first Batman. I liked Beetlejuice, and I loved uh, Edward Scissorhands. And then he started doing the same thing. Then I liked the Big Fish. That one actually had heart. If you think about it, it's basically when he stopped doing anything that he wrote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that he's done recently is some is an ad- adaptation of something else. So. Mm-hmm. True. Take that, Tim Burton. Stay out of Fantasyland. Yeah. <laughs> How about it's a small world? Is that a is that a ride that you guys need to do or ever do anymore? Or need to? I like it. No, yeah. occasionally I like it. I like. It I, always, I feel like if I'm at Disneyland, I need to do it. I feel yeah. like if I'm at Disney World, I will do it if it's raining. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, I like it's, a, lot. it's a classic, you know. You, it's 
I it's like, like the a song part a of... lot. I know it's an earworm, and people. Oh, like, I love the song. It's I've so gotten good. to the point where it doesn't stick in my head anymore, so I'm fine with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it doesn't. There's so many different parts, and it's always changing. There's cool things to listen to. Yeah, I love in the jungle room. There's like this really cool jazzy part and yeah. all the different styles and stuff. I love that, and yeah, so I. I have a soft spot in my heart for that ride. I like I it. I think it's just delightful. It. I, you know, there's no like wild, cool special effects or whatever. It's just like, it's just so dang pleasant. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's very little of that in the world. So I'll take it. Yeah. Lord knows we don't contribute any of that to the world. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and show. they always say goodbye to me in the end on the sign. And, yeah. you know, everyone wants yeah. to go where they know your name. So it's I'm weird kidding. to see those little animatronic flipping me off. <laughs> little hula dancers yeah but they know you <laughs> no. well before we finish up do you guys have any blue sky imagineering plans anything you'd like to change or remove or add to uh fantasy land i mean oh, it I just see, had a big yeah. expansion so i don't think it needs anything <laughs> added to it i think there's a few things that need overhauls like be our guest yeah i think it needs a maleficent dragon dark ride yeah, I think a, yeah. a cool mm-hmm. dark ride with the newer technology animatronic, something or update, something that bring back and like if they did a modern cool version of uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride with that cool oh, yeah. storyline sure. and did it with excellent special effects, it could be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but or keep the cool this? car. Yeah, <laughs> the car for sure. Maybe make it a little bit larger. Yes. Yes. I uh, how about this go a little bit more up the scale a little bit we take it's a small world and remove it from the park entirely move it to Epcot and put it in the Millennium Celebration tent there so it's kind of like a gateway for or remove those ugly black barges in the middle of the lake and build an island out in the middle of the lake that you can go out to and that's where it's a small world is I know that That's the space doesn't actually idea. work. So anyway, so you've got that empty space right next to the Tangled toilets. So you take Tangled and you take the space that was Small World and mm. give Rapunzel a proper attraction. Give yes. her a dark ride. I support this. One. I would super space. love a Rapunzel ride. Didn't, wait, didn't they make a Tangled ride in France or somewhere? No, that's Beauty and the Beast. It was Beauty and the Beast in Japan. Yeah. yeah. Have they done a Tangled ride at all? I don't think so. No. Uh, they're doing another just uh, think frozen how cool one it would be in if Asia. You were going through on your boat while all the lanterns were going, and uh-huh. they're singing in their little boat. That one scene alone would be so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with today's projection stuff, projection mapping, easy peasy to do. Audio animatronic hair. Yes. Yeah. I just improved Fantasyland by putting Tom Sawyer Island right in the middle of it. <laughs> As you do with each land. <laughs> Every land, same Tom Sawyer Island. Smack right, that in the Tom Sawyer. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> We're geniuses. Somebody call up the Bobs. We need a space on the corporate team. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to take part in Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration, I am. Or if you want to explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a happy little boat ride around the globe full of creepy, lifeless child dolls, plus hundreds of expert (laughs) travel planners that are ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a... if you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest news at www.goldkeyadventurous.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Ah. So, you know, Fantasyland is, is wonderful for all of its knights and dragons and princesses and acts of chivalry, but the greatest fantasy of all is a world with no flows. (laughs) (laughs) 
I thought you were going to say a decent meal from Flo's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just burn it. <laughs> to ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke Drop signal, a Tom Sawyer carrier on pigeon, it. <laughs> or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure uh. Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.